Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello and welcome to the Art of Decluttering podcast. I am one of your hosts, Kessie Perugia. And I am Amy Ravel. What a joy it is to be with you. It's the 23rd of May 2022. Wherever you are in the world, you may have a different date depending on where you're listening. But we're so glad that you have chosen to tune in to us. Kess, I was um, a guest on a podcast the other day and they were asking how long the podcast had been going for. And I said, oh, I think it's like it's definitely at least three years. <laughs> and then when I asked you, you're like, it's five years in like three weeks, Amy. Mm-hmm. So I actually said to you, can you please write a timeline for me so that I know all the answers when I get asked them on podcasts? <laughs> yes, you did. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> So last week we talked about jealousy versus contentment and this week we're talking about great expectations, not the book or the movie, but expectations. And we also, last week we also mentioned the concept of happiness versus joy. So Amy, how does that tie into great expectations? Um, I will tell you the answer to that in just a moment. Hmm. Who wrote Great Expectations? Do you know? Is it Charles um, Dickens? I feel like it is. I feel like if it's not, at least we both feel like it is because I would prefer to be stupid with someone than smart on my own. So let's say it is. Is there a movie? Because I don't think I've ever seen a movie called Great uh, Expectations. I don't think I've seen it either. And okay. It, I'm pretty sure um, I'm going to Google it. I can hear you Googling it, yep. Um while you do that, it is a novel. It is there. No, <laughs> so there is a movie. I don't think it's based on Charles Dickens' book, though. And okay. I think I did Great Expectations as a novel study in year eleven, mm. um, ten or eleven. Okay. I did. Um, what was the subject choices when we like did English lit? These? Yes, I did English lit. Yeah. Um, and so maybe Great Expectations, the movie, which stars one of my favourite actors, Ethan Hawke, um, maybe it is based on, it is based on the book, Charles Dickens. 
Fantastic. Lucky we're not like a movie or a book podcast because oh, we would really lucky. suck. Lucky. Well, <laughs> no, we'd probably be more prepared if we were. Oh, that's true. Maybe. It's just that we are talking about great expectations in relation to decluttering. <laughs> yes, I wanted to talk a little bit last week about happiness versus joy and we didn't quite have enough time. So we're going to throw it in here. Um, and just before we were recording, we we're like, does happiness versus joy fit in with us talking around expectations? And I think it does because happiness is a really heavy expectation that many people have. It's also a lofty expectation. Like it's like, yeah, we, we feel like we should all have a right to happiness. Like we have the right to, what is it, truth, liberty and happiness or whatever. We feel like happiness Are you American is, now? <laughs> no, no, I probably quoted it completely wrong, but I just don't really care. Um, but that we feel like, you know, when we say, oh, I want my kids to grow up and be happy. Like really, is that? Is that the measure of whether a life is worth living is happiness? Instead, I would challenge myself and everybody else that perhaps joy is a better thing to strive for because happiness is really around expectations. So if I'm expecting a $500 tax return and I get a $5 tax return, I'm not happy, right? Mm -hmm. But if I'm expecting a $500 tax return and I get a $5,000 tax return, I'm happy. But joy is about gratefulness and mindfulness and and going, actually, I'm going to choose to be joyful no matter what. So whether I get five, 500, 5,000 or a bill for 50,000, I choose joy. And so you have much more control as a human over the emotion of joy because you choose it. (laughs) It's not something that we often walk away, how are you feeling today? I'm joyful. Like I would love to that. Joy, 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 in my heart. Where? (laughs) (laughs) So I just think part of the happiness versus joy is those expectations. If you expect that you should have every right to happiness, you know, there's going to be disappointments and the expectations are high. But if you choose joy, regardless of what you're going through. So I think sometimes that can look like when we focus on getting happiness through bigger houses, better stuff, more fashion, the most up-to-date thing, that happiness is fleeting when somebody else gets it better or it's outdated or it breaks or you lose it or you can't afford it. Whereas joy is when you're like living that intentional life and you know that even when circumstances change, you still have joy. And if you think of the people that you know that have the least and have joy, like that's the type of joy I'm thinking of when I talk about this. And so this is a little bit of a, like, (laughs) what's it called? An essay by Amy. But I think our aim should be to have joy instead of happiness because it reduces the power of possessions and stuff and expectations over us. Yes. Amy, you are very wise and I like that. I like the focus on joy rather than happiness and how we actually can control our response to things Mm, mm. and that our response can be joy is one of the many choices that we can have in response to things. So one of the reasons that we wanted to speak about great expectations too is – to highlight the importance of realistic expectations. Um, It's about 
we want to talk about self-worth and self-talk, um, removing should from your vocabulary, um, about how to set realistic expectations and how to pivot and readjust your expectations when you do come across a challenge. Um, and also navigating discouragement and disappointment. So we arrive at clients' homes all the time and we do our best to come with no expectations because we just never know what's going to greet us when, we, when they open that door. Um, even when we've had great conversations with them beforehand, we just never know what's going to happen. However, our clients do have a lot of expectations around what is going to happen when we come. So we always have a chat and make sure that we're on the same page and that we can work together to reach the goals that they had in mind. Um, and one of the joys of our job is making sure that our clients have realistic expectations um, from the start um, otherwise because we really 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 don't want to leave them feeling disappointed or discouraged so can I question something Kirst of course my friend you said that when we go into our clients houses we don't have expectations but mm -hmm. I think I do I think I do and I think I would be um, making it out to that I'm better than I am <laughs> to say that I don't so I just want to explore that because I think that it's almost impossible to have no expectations, but I think that it's not about necessarily having no expectations, but having the right expectations maybe. So let, maybe just we can unpack flexible it. flexible expectations. Yeah. So I feel like if I go into a client's house, I do have expectations because when we do our intake, when we speak to someone, we find out what they want and we find out what they want in a no pressure situation. So we're not standing in their house, eyeballing them going, what do you want? What's your expectations? We talk to them over the phone, over email and kind of draw that out of them. So I feel like when I read the client notes and then go see a client, I do have expectations. I have expectations of the type of person I'm going to find. I have expectations around the type of house I'm going to find, the, the what state of the house it's in, whether there's disability or mental health things. I think I have expectation over, like I am a professional organiser and declutter coach, so I expect that I'll be doing my job. Um, but that can turn on a dime and I'm okay with with switching and swapping and lowering and hiring. Hiring? <laughs> raising lifting even. <laughs> yeah my expectations what do you think do you think that that's true or do you think it is no expectations no I absolutely think that that can be true for you and that can be true for all of our staff even um and it's probably true for me too I just I think that I walk in with a very open mind mm. about letting any assumptions go of somebody and any assumptions of what I want to get achieved. Yeah. Yeah. So our own self, selfish is not the right word, but um, our imposed expectations we want to let go of. Yeah. And even yeah. like, oh, I, I might have a picture of somebody in my mind mm. and I try very hard to be very flexible and open-minded around 
what that person's going to, you know, like what is actually going to present to Mm. me. Because even if I know the client really well, I don't even know, I don't know if they, I'm going to rock up and they've had like a really joyful morning or they've had a really, really challenging morning or if something glorious has happened and they're super excited to show me something that they have had an expectation over. So I just, um, when I say I come in with no expectations, Mm. I think about it more from a, um, I don't, I try my very best to not be disappointed in anything that happens in the session. And that there's no, there's no, there's um, hope. I think that's probably maybe like I, and maybe they're the same things, just semantics. Yeah, we might just be, that's right, just having different words that we use. Yeah, because I I feel like expectation is setting myself up for, for disappointment. Oh, whereas, okay, this is awesome. So I think expectation drives action. So I feel like if I had no expectations, there would be no motivation. So... Mm. For me personally, expectations are really important. And yes, I have high standards across the board and expect a lot, but that's what motivates me as well. So not everyone's the same. For some people, they would, you know, you're talking, someone's thinking about decluttering their house and they say, all right, I'm going to do the whole garage this weekend. That's a great expectation, (laughs) but is it actually going to make it so daunting that you don't get started? Whereas you might be like me and you go, oh, I'm going to do a whole garage this weekend and secretly in the back of your mind you're like, and I'm going to do the shed as well. Hmm. It's how you respond to it. it could be completely different. Yeah, and I think that one of my dear friends talks about um, having expectancy mm. And I like expectancy because to me, when I hear that word, it is very open-ended, whereas expectations is a, a set definitive outcome. thing. Yeah, yeah. Yep. <laughs> so I go into a client's home with expectancy of um, some outcome. Yeah, yeah. And Interesting. I don't mind what that outcome. I hold no attachment to what that outcome. I try very hard not to have an attachment to what that outcome can be. Hmm. Whereas with, and so therefore, like I go in with expectancy that something will move. Yeah. And that brings that motivation and that Mm. that momentum. Yeah. And Mm. I suppose that this is, um, you know, we had did a whole episode with Gretchen Rubin on expectations. Yeah, that's an excellent episode to go back to. Yeah, and so and in that way, she talks. She we talk about her book and her theory on four tendencies, and that is all about external expectations and internal expectations. Mm. And I think that because I'm a rebel, <laughs> the word expectation just sets. Um, pressure sets all your little spikes off yeah whereas expectancy for me the word expectancy I just go oh like there's excitement there's hope there's (laughs) like something 
there's there's movement oh my gosh we are so different yeah when you say expectancy that makes me feel a bit like sick in my stomach like Mm -hmm. I don't know what's coming I don't know who's responsible for it I don't know who's going to take the action I don't know when it's going to happen I don't know all the things please tell me some of the things whereas (laughs) expectations I'm like I know what's expected I know when the deliverables are and I can deliver that and I can know who to expect with what and it's clear (laughs) so I love it. This mm-hmm. might just be an episode on um, inside the business minds of Amy and Kirsty, but we hope that you can apply it for whatever area that you're wanting to tackle and declutter in your home. Yeah, and whether you feel similarly to me in that expectations just makes you feel pressured or if expectancy makes you feel like you're floating along doing nothing like Amy. <laughs> oh my gosh quality sleep is essential that's why the sleep number smart bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature sleep number smart beds let you individualize your comfort so you sleep better together jd power ranks sleep number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in store and now save 50 percent on the sleep number limited edition smart bed for a limited time for jd power 2023 award information visit jdpower.com awards only at a sleep number store or sleepnumber.com hold up what was that Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. So good. Another episode that is encouraging on this topic is our discouragement episode and what to do when you feel discouraged in your decluttering journey. Mm. And I think one of the the things to think about when you've, you're putting expectations on yourself is to question the why. So if you are a teenager and you're cleaning your bedroom and you feel this heavy expectation, why? Is it because you've heard a trope that parents expect their kids to have a spotless bedroom? Is it because your best friend has a spotless bedroom? Is it because you have high standards of yourself? Like just kind of question those expectations. We find this a lot when we work with mums. We find that mums have a pile load of expectations they put on themselves. But when you dig down and you're like, where did that come from and who else expects that of you? It turns out that they're made up and she doesn't actually want to do them anyway. And so, um, yeah, just questioning that why can be super helpful. Yeah, and I think that that's, you know, good old Brene Brown coming mm-hmm. to the rescue again in that what is the story that we're telling ourselves? Like, Come on the podcast, Brene Brown. Oh, please, Brene. We know you're listening. <laughs> 
We know you tune <laughs> in every week. You're, you've got an You're open waiting invitation. For the invitation. Yeah, well, you have an open invitation, my friend. You can Renee, come, on. come on down. Because you are our bestie. Yeah, yep, yep. <laughs> we know everything. <laughs> um, yeah, so I think, like, just questioning, like you said, whether or not the expectation is realistic and they because as you've rightly pointed out that expectations can be really good and helpful they mm. help us to plan and measure and see if we're meeting work our goals team. and work in a team and you know if we go into a client's home and we're like okay what would you like to start on and they're like I have no idea yeah and they're like okay would you like us to choose no I don't want you to choose <laughs> That's really unhelpful. And that does leave us with that expectancy that Amy has pointed out. She's like, right, I don't know where to start, what to do, how to do this. I'm going to go a little bit crazy. So um, expectations are very, um, can be very helpful. It is how we respond to not meeting expectation can be the really challenging part. Mm. So Amy, how do you feel? (laughs) when a client says to you I have an expectation this is my goal for the session mm-hmm. I want to get that de- that garage completely decluttered and it is just you with the mm-hmm. client mm-hmm. no but no more team members and the client would like to tell you a story about every single item <laughs> that they touch <laughs> Uh, what I often do is when we're doing that planning and talking at the start of the session is I would do the questioning around the, I want to get this whole garage done today. I'll say, tell me why you want to get it all done today. I'm not saying we can or we can't, but tell me why. Oh, we're hosting a party in here on Saturday night. Okay, so we've got a time frame. Oh, those birds are beautiful in your background, Kirst. Um, <laughs> we've got a time frame that we need your to work to. squirrel brain. I know, I just, they were lovely. Um, no, squirrel literally would go after birds. Mm-hmm. or <laughs> let me get back on track or they say it's just been driving me crazy for so long and I really want to get to good storage in here blah 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 blah. so then you can help a client or you can decide yourself okay if I'm going to achieve that goal what can or can't give in order to get there so if we have a party here on Saturday night would it be suitable if actually that expectation is too much if we just get to the point where there's enough room for the kids to all hang out and at the back we put like a couple of picnic blankets over what we haven't got to, could that be a solution? Okay, you want to do it so that it looks awesome and you have all the right shelving. Could we do all of one side so that we can measure and get the shelves as a priority and then move? So it's about helping going, okay, why is that the expectation? And then helping to set realistic expectations. So I might say, look, traditionally a garage would take two sessions with two team members. Let's get as much done as we can. Let's assess at lunchtime or let's assess halfway how we're going. I feel like it's probably going to take us more than one session, but it all depends on how quickly you're happy to make decisions and how much is staying or going. Because then you're giving information to help with those expectations, but you're also not saying that's a dumb expectation because that's not our place to judge the expectation. Our job is to give information so that the expectation can be great. (laughs) Yeah, because having high expectations isn't bad either. It's just when they're adding or creating undue drama or stress or pressure 
that's when it's time to reassess whether Mm. or not they're realistic or not. So having 15 years of items chucked in a garage and then expecting it all cleared up in four hours when you want to deliberate over every single item, Mm -hmm. that is putting a lot of stress and pressure yeah but equally if you want to clear out 15 years worth of stuff out of a garage and the expectation is it just has to be done and you're happy for Mm -hmm. it all to go in the skip totally doable and motivating because you're like all right guys we can do this let's go yeah yeah and that's where it it's it's about figuring out the why Mm -hmm. and working towards meeting the expectations of the underlying reason and deadline you know, whether it's a deadline of it doesn't matter, it's, it has to happen by this afternoon or it doesn't have to happen quickly. It just needs to be done really, really well and with lots of thought and planning or, or, and everything in between. <laughs> it's mm. like here's all the things. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you think that you are uh, ambitious person when it comes to how much you can get achieved <laughs> I'll, let the, <laughs> I'll let the listeners answer that for you <laughs> i think I'm your laughter <laughs> is answering that I'm for us Perfect. <laughs> but I was setting up a realistic expectation for our listeners to hear you um, <gasps> laugh so joyously at the idea that you are not an ambitious or, or super optimistic oh, person. I love it. What about you, Kirst? Where do you sit on that scale? <laughs> I'll just giggle away to myself. While <laughs> I think that this is where I definitely... I want to um, be honest and realistic and say, yes, I absolutely love going into homes with no expectation (laughs) Um, as to what will get achieved. But then when I hear people's expectations and goals, then I can often be overly ambitious and super optimistic. And especially when you don't know the client, when you're just it's a first session and you're just trying to get to know them and they take you into a study and go, yeah, I want, this is the plans for the four hours. We're going to get this study done. And you look around, you're like, yeah, this looks like a really neat study. Like I, I can't see that it's going to take us four hours. <laughs> and then it's, then when you open up the cupboards and there's lots of paperwork and you realise actually paperwork takes a lot of time, that that's when it starts to unravel. Um, or as I mentioned before, somebody is a really deliberate and intentional decision maker and needs to dwell on their choices for a long time, then that can... Um, knock the ambition <laughs> yeah and I think as it's actually really important too to think about 
what environment you need set up so that you can achieve success when it comes to expectations. If you're decluttering with your kids at home and they're super sentimental about your stuff, oh, you can't get rid of that scarf, mummy. I remember when you wore it to the kinder, blah, blah, blah. Like maybe you actually need to set your expectations to be, if the kids are there, I'm not going to get much done, but I want to get lots done. So I'm actually going to set up the right environment so that my expectations can be met. My expectations are, I want to get through this stuff. And the same with having your mum or your mother-in-law or your sister or anyone else around, like, are they actually, the expectations are not going to be yours. (laughs) Are they somebody else's that's really going to impact on what you're trying to do? And you actually just need to shut that voice out for a little while so that you can be in alignment with your own expectations. Yeah. Yeah, a hundred percent. And I think that that's why we get disappointed and discouraged when our expectations aren't met. Like, you know that in business and in marriage with Cal and in parenting and everywhere else in life where you have had missed expectations. Um, well, okay, I should not talk for you. For you. I have that for me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, is when I have missed expectations like that's when I'm disappointed and and discouraged is when my expectations aren't met and particularly when they're non-voiced oh yeah which most of our expectations are they're internal and plastered all over what we expect from someone else (laughs) yeah yeah and that's when whereas if your expectations um if you've set realistic expectations, then you're less likely to be disappointed and discouraged. And so it is about like, well, how do we set realistic expectations and Mm. how do we pivot and adjust our expectations? So tell me about what you do in a garage. Say, let's go back to that garage scenario when it's a timely deadline. Mm. And you get to the two-hour point. Like how do you help a client to pivot and adjust their expectations? I think um, just going back to those questions before and say, you see how much we've got through in this amount of time. We've got another two hours left. What's the highest priority? Where do you want us to focus our attention and what do we want to get done there? So I think it is just like trying to reset, reset, reset as much as possible. Yeah. I find that pointing people also to what we have achieved can also be really helpful so like being grateful like practicing gratitude and going well actually you've done an amazing job like my expectations (laughs) we know we were working towards your expectations but I, I honestly looked at this and thought it's probably not possible and yet you've exceeded my expectations. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, we do want to encourage you, again, to go to the discouragement episode because that can really help around this whole navigating of the discouragement and disappointment mm. and how to set yourself up for success and not get discouraged um, along the way. Um, something that we talked about at the start that we haven't got onto that I think is really important is that self-worth and self-talk. So I know that for a lot of people, it's quite natural when you've missed an expectation is to internalize it and 
put shame and guilt on yourself that you miss an expectation, whether it be an external expectation or an internal expectation. Um, would you agree, Amy? Yeah, I think it's very easy to have lots and lots of emotions but not ever check in with them and go like, why am I so upset that I didn't meet that expectation? Like whose rules are they anyway? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, we had a great um, blog about that in our newsletter recently, didn't we? We did. Belinda and I worked on a blog together and we talked a lot about our bodies and going like if you're feeling really like the expectations are heavy on you, do you actually just need to do a wee? Do you need to eat breakfast? Have you just got your period and you're actually not, it's today's not a great day to go through all your wardrobe stuff and try it all on because you're feeling bloated. Like we're just talking about like listening to our bodies when setting expectations. Can our people read that again? It was sent out in our newsletter. So if you are not on our newsletter list, you just go to our website when the pop-up comes up, just pop your email in. Um, and I will find out from Belinda. Maybe she can put a link in the show notes. Let's go with that. <laughs> yeah, let's do that. Okay. Well, we do hope that this, we didn't set you up for too much great expectation and disappointed you with our ramblings and squirrel brains. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to read out a review that we received. It's from Jesse Nell on Apple Podcasts Australia. It's a five-star review titled, Really Love the Focused Episodes with Great Advice. <laughs> Just like this one. <laughs> I really love this podcast. Many of the episodes are focused on a particular topic, like a certain type of clutter or a particular way to deal with clutter. I love that. It makes it really easy to find relevant topics that will help you with something you're struggling with. There are also episodes that are a bit more general, like talking with someone about their particular journey to decluttering their space or helping others declutter. I love queuing up a few episodes to play in sequence and getting stuck into some decluttering. This week, we want you to leave a review if you are currently residing in a country other than the one you were born in. Oh. Currently residing in a country other than the one you were born in. Wow. What inspired that idea? Well, it was inspired by the meeting we had this morning where we were talking to the British lady who was living in Canada. Oh, good. That's Great. where my inspo came from. Thanks. Thanks for sharing. <laughs> All right, well, we hope you have a wonderful, wonderful week and we cannot wait to be back in your ears next week chatting about who knows what. <laughs> <laughs> See you then. Bye. Bye. Thanks for joining us. If you've learned something awesome today, we'd love you to leave us a review on iTunes or Facebook so others can find our podcast too. Don't forget you can see the show notes in your podcast app or over at our website, artofdecluttering.com.au. So if there's anything you want more info on, check it out there. If you'd like to join our supporter community, you can do so over at patreon.com slash decluttering. We hope you have a great rest of your day and enjoy the freedom. We acknowledge the traditional owners of country throughout Australia and recognise their continuing connection to land, waters and culture. We pay our respects to their elders past, present and emerging. 
Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.